0: Hello and welcome back to Classroom Crush. We are back and we are in New York City. Oh, center of the universe. Times are shitty, but they really worse. That's my favorite thing to do is since I moved here is just say that in my head every time I say New York City. Like I can't, comp- I have to complete the lyric. Anyways, boys are bad, and we're going to talk about that. <laughs> um, I It was my birthday last week, and I thought that I was in the process of being rejected during that, so that was fun, but now maybe I'm not rejected? I don't know. Boys are really confusing to me everywhere, and they're confusing to me here now, too, and... Maybe my beautiful, lovely guest can help me with that. Maybe he will give me some wisdom uh, to make me feel like I am a person that's okay in the universe. (laughs) So um, I'm just going to... Oh, if if you've listened to the first episode of this season, thank you. I hope you like it. I hope you go back and listen to other episodes. Ben Hosley was a great guest. I love him. Uh, Shout out to Blank Check Podcast. My Beetlejuice episode is probably out already. I think so. I love podcasting. Anyways, let's just, oh, I should say what this show is, right? Does that seem uh, fair? Since there's probably people who are like, what is this? Who is she? Why is she talking so much? OK, Classroom Crush. What is this show? Oh, my God. We're talking about childhood crushes and we love them. And we're going to talk about why we are the way we are because of these people. And we're going to explore it. And I'm exploring it today with Broadway, uh, Broadway's own Broadway own. Broadway owns you, does it not? (laughs) Does it not? I think so. Uh, He is a producer, uh, insanely talented, has a show at the West Sides Theater right now uh, for now through February 24th. Who knows? Keep updated. It's called the other Josh Cohen I saw it we'll talk about it it's Larry Rogowski
1: hey hey oh I feel like I should be nervous now now that you you're you're, you're oh worried god. about um you know boys and no you don't I mean, have to everybody's be worried about boys I guess you know well can it's I give thing.
0: so first of all let's talk about how we met though
1: okay because this is hilarious
0: <laughs> um we met at my job have I ever publicly said on the podcast that I'm a barista probably not
1: the best barista
0: oh my god Just a
1: barista, but the finest of baristas in New York City is is so shite. That's going to be my new line now.
0: I like it. It's good. I love anything that rhymes. (laughs) I like anything that rhymes. And I don't know if it's tacky or not. I love alliteration. I mean, the name of my podcast, Classroom Crush. I love alliteration. Love it. So I was working. I was talking about a boy, I think, with someone else. I was talking about a tall comedy boy and how I hate them. And then we began talking and... Oh, God, the chemistry.
1: (laughs) Well, I had to interject because it was just so funny that you were talking to... I don't know. We were talking to a customer or a friend or... Like a
0: a regular. Not even... Okay, honestly, not even a regular. That's enough of a regular for me to have been talking about this with them. Like, probably... She's probably like, who is this person? So she's
1: happy I saved her?
0: (laughs) I mean, in all honesty, probably. Yeah, she was just kind of taking it. But sometimes I'm on a roll, you know, and I just got to talk to someone. So we started talking... We were bouncing back and forth. We had the same energy. And you told me about because I talked about the show because somehow I am always able to bring up my podcast and conversation. And you told me about the show that you were producing that had a whole part about crushes. And then I got to go to the show because you so graciously gave me tickets to the show. And I had so much fun. And there is a whole part about I was like, this is basically Classroom Crush, but on the stage. <laughs> well, yeah, and we've
1: been doing it eight times a week, the West Side Theater. And it's it's funny because when I heard you talking about this cool podcast, I was like, oh, that's interesting because I've been watching this eight times a week yeah. at the theater about, you know, this poor guy, Josh Cohen, who cannot yeah. get a date. He's having such a hard time and it goes Basically through. me right now. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I have never it's identified the, with the someone other more Rebecca than Cohen. the other Cohen. <laughs> Rebecca Cohen. I
0: mean, it's possible. We were talking about how I'm Cuban and you're Jewish and just the energy <laughs> is, is incredible and maybe maybe Rebecca Cohen becomes a reality soon. I, I
1: think that's like maybe part 2.
0: Fingers crossed.
1: You know the next musical.
0: You watching this like every week uh every night, however many times you've seen this show, does it does it conjure up memories for you? Oh
1: god, yeah. I mean, it just takes you on the ride of like all those feelings of of getting rejected, of having yeah. your hopes up and then like everything comes crashing down. But but in the end it's all very hopeful and yeah. um you know uh, spoiler alert! You know Josh gets everything that he wants in life and more, yeah. but it, it's how it happens, which I will not tell you. Yeah, that's don't spoil the most interesting. Because I part. had no idea
0: what was. I was like, whoa, a lot of whoa, whoa! And turns. But I love how the the show totally condenses like life, like years of experiences, and like a nice little song. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah. it's. I mean, it's not an hour and something rambling podcast like mine. <laughs> so it's very <laughs> economic and and what it did and and yeah, I mean. It's very I, I love hearing those sides of stories from guys, especially, because I mean like I have my experience of crushes, so to see it reverse and that's why I love having like men on my podcast. I love having any any type of person on my podcast, because it's like there's so much relatable stuff there, but also the way that it's presented and the way the certain things you know,
1: well, it's funny because it's it's a point of view from. I mean, it's about a straight white guy, and you're yeah. like, okay, a straight white guy. Oh, hoo he feels. But everybody relates to him because no matter, it's it's not about him being straight or about him being yeah. white or any or being Jewish or any of these things. But it's like everybody from every culture can totally relate to what this poor guy's going through, and you just yeah. feel for him. You know, And it all comes you back do. to, you know, the, the whole crush thing, which I think that was what was so interesting to me when you and I met. Yeah. Like this idea of the alliteration of Classroom Crush. I was like, <laughs> oh, it took immediately, boom, it took me right back to like crushes that I had in school. Uh,
0: that's so good to hear because I struggled over a podcast name because I'm just bad at naming things. And I also do this thing sometimes where I say Classroom Crush, Classroom Crush, and I start saying it badly i'm like am i stupid is this a bad name but if it triggered something in you that's good that means it's working so that's great to hear so speaking of relatability can i tell you about what's happening to me right now and can you tell me if you've ever related Uh, yeah okay i met this boy right at a show at a comedy show and i had actually matched with him on an app on like tinder um, which all right is you lost worst. me already okay all right guys here, no no no, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no that's funny you should say because,
1: okay. so t- disclaimer here I'm 45 years old and I've been married now for a long time to my yeah. husband Yeah. And we met 20 years ago so I completely missed no, you're the so whole lucky. world of online dating like completely you're but so I live lucky. vicariously through my friends so well, continue I don't okay. mean to interrupt I mean, that, but... no
0: no no <laughs> listen what I'm going to say is you're so like well I think some people I don't people... know it seems
1: exciting and fun I guess it's sort of novel to me because I didn't have to do it yeah. so to me it's like ooh it's sort of titillating like ooh that would be fun
0: I think it's exciting to a lot of people around me but I think the people around me like my friends uh, who are also doing it are just way better at it than I am like I think I am an in-person person you know like I can try and translate who I am over text or, or like messaging whatever but I, I I don't think that's like where I thrive whereas my friends are just getting dates 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 you know and I'm like how do you do really it don't?
1: or is that just no, what they're, they're telling are. you
0: they are they are <sighs> crazy monsters out there on the street. <laughs> it's I
1: like got, a full-time job, right? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I mean, so I have an aunt, Patty, who's a year older than me. I've talked about her on the show before. Uh, she is my light. She is my soulmate. She is my other half. She's like my best friend. And she she moved here a year ago. She was in a relationship for a bit of that. And now, you know, she's she's been single for months. And she's like, oh, no, I'm ready to be out there again. And I'm trying to just make dates with this fucking girl and making make plans you know like oh let's do this whatever she's like oh I'm going to dinner with Marco whatever and she's just getting beautiful delicious dinners and nice drinks and cocktails like all the time and it's because you know what so it, when is? it comes
1: down to is you're really just hungry. I'm And you hungry. want some cocktails.
0: I'm hungry and I'm poor <laughs> and I want to drink and have fun. It's
1: not fun. about love at all. I just need to eat.
0: Well, I mean, I just, I, 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 I know that I am at the point where I'm like, I should be dating around, you know, like dating and, and go in, especially cause I'm new to the city and whatever. And it's a fun way to, you know, be out there. But I just can't seem to lock that down. And I will give you an example. So I, got, I did it once. So I met this guy at this comedy show, but I had matched with him a while ago. And we started talking on the app, but then it kind of went nowhere because, like I said, I'm, like, not good at it. It's not my thing, but... We saw each other at the show, and I was like, did we match on an app? And he was like, yeah. And then we were talking, and I was like, oh, I like him. He's like, I mean, I'm totally self-sabotaging currently talking about it on the podcast, but that's okay. I he's <laughs> listening? I mean, it's completely Does he know possible. about your podcast? Uh, did you tell him the name? I don't know if I told him the name, but I feel like, so we also have some mutual friends. If he wanted to find out, he could very easily. But, so we talked that night, and it was good and blah, blah. blah. So I messaged him basically immediately after that and was like, hey, here's my number. Blah blah. Cause I am also I don't like to waste time. I'm just like, I want to know if this is a thing or not, you know? Like I just cause my thing is like I just wanna skip all that to when you're my boyfriend, you know? <laughs> just like let's just So get you to mean it. you're
1: like ready you're ready to get into a relationship. You don't want to just date, you're like ready to kind of dive in with somebody and get serious.
0: Yeah. I mean I I want that because I I think it's a combined force of like, I don't think I'm very good at Flirting or playing those games that I'm supposed to play or whatever. worked
1: really well with me. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, behind behind
0: the barista bar, it's my it's my <laughs> safe space. I know how to do it. No, but yeah, I mean, so we I actually made it happen. I made like one date happen, and we like got drinks, and it was you know good, and we talked for hours, and it was good, and I liked it. We didn't kiss, but that's okay because I kind of expected that. I was like, this is a slow, shy guy, you know. It's not gonna go down like that. So then here I am, appropriately trying to set up a second date, you know, cause I think it went well. I don't know. And I'm like, do you wanna see this movie with me? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about seeing that movie. And I'm like, cool, when are you free? Stops texting me for like three days. And this is like during my birthday week. And I'm like, cool, I'm being rejected on my birthday. Awesome. Randomly texts me, oh yeah, I'm free this time and this time. I text him back, I'm like, how about Thursday? Radio silence. Then Tuesday. Before that, Thursday. I'm like, still want to see this movie? Nothing. Thursday comes and goes. This well, this is last night. This was supposed to be. This is we're recording on a Friday. Then Thursday night later, he texts me like, "Shit, I'm sorry. I respond. I, I thought I, I like meant to respond to this." And I'm like, "Listen, if you're gonna reject me, just do it. Just stick to it. You know." <laughs> so I don't know. That's like a terrible, weird feeling to be in, where it's like, when a po- when a boy texts me back, I'm like, I don't want to feel so desperate that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm fully back in it, because those days when you you just fully don't respond, that feels bad, you know.
1: It's so funny. So I have to say, so like, yeah. again, being older gentleman as mm. I am, um, it, it, the whole texting thing, like, yeah. Like, trying to have conversations on text, I think it doesn't work. Does it work? It doesn't work, right? No. Like, you can't do it. So, like, that's why there's, like, all these crazy games with people. And, like, you have to get them on the phone or get them in person. Otherwise, like, the texting, everything gets misconstrued. And, like, you don't know what the intent is behind it. So Which I agree. Crazy.
0: That's why I'm like, I'm not trying to like have deep conversations with you over text. I'm literally just trying to figure out the next time we can see each other in person because I know that that's where it works, you know? That's where it's at. And it's like, I get it. We all have busy be- weeks and whatever and we have shit going on but like, oh my God, just, it's so easy to tell me whether or not you want to do this thing on Thursday so I'm not there just like ordering pasta for myself which is what I did last night I was like you know what I'm gonna get myself pasta I'm gonna order pasta I'm gonna eat that pasta and I am going to what did I watch last night I watched ER (laughs) I watched ER and I ate pasta last night like a beautiful single woman should (laughs) So that's where I'm at right now. I try to keep people up to date with my personal (laughs) life that, uh, you know, maybe he listens to this, thinks I'm cuckoo, never talks to me again, but at least then I'll know. (laughs) Then I'll know what's going on. What kind of person do you like? Larry, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's get into it. So we're going to talk about your early crushes.
1: Sure. Oh, It really varies. I mean, yeah. I could tell you a few different. I mean, from what I remember, too, like, mm-hmm. it's hard. I don't have a great memory for this kind of stuff. But th- do you want me to go back to, like,
0: like well, kindergarten? Like, what
1: are we talking here? Like, how far back are we going?
0: So what? what's the first instance that you can recall, like, pretty vividly feeling like, I want to be around this person?
1: <gasps> okay, Oh, this is going to sound so weird.
0: No, I mean, yes, but it all sounds weird. It all sounds it was, weird on this It was show. my my
1: cousin. I remember, <laughs> that's why I was going to say it yes. sounds weird. Um, my okay. cousin Michelle. Um, yeah. I, I just remember being a little kid and like mm-hmm. just thinking she was so pretty and... I just wanted to be around her. And I made her, you know, I was like yeah. a little kid and she was older, older. So, like, she thought I was so cute and I made her laugh, you know? So, Ooh. so that, that that's probably the earliest. I don't know. I was probably five or something, five, six years old. Yeah. I was it remember. something
0: that you, like, admired in her? Was she, like, what were the specific. She's pretty. She's pretty. I think that, that's, yeah. I mean,
1: that's all I can remember right now. She's probably still pretty. <laughs> I, <don't>, I haven't <laughs> seen her in years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so nice that at. You know, it's sometimes so simple it's really and, just and, that. Yeah. It was
1: simple and honest, and th- just, just, yeah, that's just what it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's so many like evolutions of people that I've been into. Like right now, my my vibe is like I really like nice kind of shy boys even though I know that those boys never like me because I'm like so much you know I think it's you
1: have to have stuff in common yeah but like my husband and I are very different and it's funny because he was a performer for many years so you think oh he's really gregarious outgoing and when you sit with him you get to know him he totally is but he's very much an introvert and really? I'm opposite that obviously I'm very much an an outrovert and outro, that's <laughs> an why extrovert. we're friends that's why we've connected
0: <laughs> so when do, do you have any memory of someone even kind of like your husband from childhood that like maybe sparked that attraction to that type of person
1: hmm that's so interesting I boy not that I can recall I would mm. but I will tell you about a few other yeah before I moved on to boys yeah um in sixth grade, I had a crush. I remember, and I I remember being in class.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> should I use sixth... people's names or not? Like, should I, I make I up a name? I always
0: use first names. I'm gonna, I'm it's gonna make fine. up a. Yeah, if you, oh, wanna you wanna show, make who a...
1: cares, Dineen. Yeah. Denine. Name was Denine
0: See, no, I needed to know that her name was Denine ah, <laughs> like, That totally know, fills out the story. Oh, it's not so Janine. Deneen. Oh, yeah. I love it. But in
1: sixth grade, I remember literally, she sat like a few seats behind me, and I would look back at her, and she, well, you guys can't see this, this is on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. but she would lick her lips at me, like, <laughs> oh uh, my like, god, like, in sixth grade.
0: That is salacious. It, totally
1: salacious. I'm like, wow, where did she learn that from? But I thought that was like the most exciting, exciting thing. It's so and funny because you
0: don't. Know Know why too? Though you're like, why is this good to me? <laughs> well, she I, I, I'll
1: tell you why. She wore my favorite. I can remember my favorite outfit that she wore. Oh my god! This should have tipped me off. Um, it, it was like a mini skirt and leg warmers. This is the '80s. Oh, I, I love her. Right. This <laughs> is like early to mid '80s. Yeah. And um yeah, yeah, yeah. So the mini skirt and the and the leg warmers, like a cheerleader, you know. It's like, a love. And I kissed her one day outside <gasps> outside of the school, and and then. <laughs> I remember, like, she had an older brother or something. And, yeah. And I think, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to go out with you. Or something happened. And then she turned it around me, like, saying I called her a slut. And then her brother. <gasps> oh, her my God. Brother, a conspiracy
0: theory against her, you.
1: Her brother came up to me in the cafeteria. And he was older. And he was like, I heard you called my. No, 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 no. It wasn't slut. Sorry. Oh, see, my memory. Yeah. A, a prude.
0: A prude. Oh, my a God. Prude, Even worse which than slut. I guess so. <laughs> no. And he was like,
1: I heard you call my sister a prude. And now looking back, and I am like. You should have been glad I called her a prude instead of a slut. Like, that's yeah. like, you know, so she wouldn't do anything. But
0: that's so funny because that makes you seem like this, you know, s- sexual being. Yes. Like, uh, you It was you sixth prude. grade. Yeah. Was that your first kiss, do you think? Do you remember?
1: I think, no, I think there was a kiss in kindergarten, like under, like at nap time. Yeah. I remember, like, we had nap time and there was, like, blankets all over and there was a girl. Oh, yeah, I guess it was. I don't remember. Her. I can't remember what she looks like. But I remember yeah. there was, like, a kiss underneath a chair.
0: Oh, my God. hidden the the bits of things you remember it's crazy did you do you remember feeling any way with your kiss with Danine though like was it like a sense of accomplishment oh totally that's all it
1: was about it was all about like
0: Winning? I did it. Yeah. You know,
1: like I just remember growing up like with the guys. It was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, did you make out? Did you even at that age?" Which sounds crazy to me Yeah. because I have a 6-year-old son now and I yeah. can- <laughs> <I'm just trying laughs> to picture him like cuz he's already like kind of a stud, which oh is my funny. God. He's a very charismatic kid and he's like, you know, everybody kind of looks to him and yeah. it's very sweet. But anyway, um I'm trying to think what, what what happened beyond that. I mean, there there were a lot of there were a lot of moments, but I remember yeah. my first Boy crush.
0: Yes, let's talk about and it. And that
1: was actually not till high school. At least that's yeah. the earliest I can remember. Mm-hmm. And this was, I think, this is the most interesting because obviously I'm gay, and I, yeah. you know, I came out. I came out when I was in college. Mm-hmm. But I, I repressed it so much when I was a kid because I mean, I, it wasn't black and white. Yeah. I really liked these girls, and I actually I dated a lot of girls. I had sex with a lot of girls in, in yeah. high school, and yeah. you know, I just.
0: So you were a sexual I started, being. I started
1: young. Yeah, yeah, I started young, Um and I really. You know, you hear so much about, like, kids now starting so young, but I think, like, so did we. There just wasn't social media yeah, to tell you about there wasn't,
0: it. there's there's a lot of um, exposure to, you know, people are putting themselves out there, like, earlier, just as people, well, like. You're, you're also just, yeah. like,
1: you're a hormonal mess. You're horny. Oh, like, yeah. Like, as soon as you, like, hit puberty, it's like, it's crazy. You want to stick it in anything. I mean, I know yeah. that sounds really crass, but no, like, No,
0: it's true. Let's go. I mean, I was very, like, <laughs> I have fame, I've talked about this on the podcast. Famously, accidentally watched porn for the first time in third grade. Oh my and then, God. and then just like there were a lot well, of because you had things. the internet
1: when you were in third grade. Yeah. See, Which, that was different. We didn't have like you had to like go yeah. to the video store and like buy the VHS tape to uh, or look at magazines. And I might have an older brother. And you had like stacks yeah. of porn mags in the closet.
0: Everyone's gonna get their hands on something, and it's 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 more dangerous, I think, to deny that. You know.
1: I think now it's more about educating your kids. Yeah. Um, and I'm no expert at all, but I think about you know educating them to like respect themselves, respect their bodies, and, yeah, and talk to them. Like you're gonna have all these feelings. You're gonna the hormones are gonna it's it's gonna happen. I yeah. was there too. It happened to me. But you know. Try to use your brain as much as you can totally. before you use below the waist. Yeah. So, you know, I think we have a very. But-
0: you know, open mom and parents, you yeah. know, that, you know, I, 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 I was I never felt shame.
1: I surprisingly did too, even though their ge- my parents' generation was like, you know, fifties, mm-hmm. like the yeah. very sort of square. Like my parents never smoked or drank. They were square. Like, you know, they, yeah. they, I talk about them like they're not alive. They're both still alive. <laughs> but, but I <laughs> my remember my mom, mom talking to me about sex. Like really? I remember it. It was awkward and weird, but you know, we did. Yeah. And then my dad sort of did too just but, like um, hmm, yeah, son, hmm. yeah, 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 It was very much that, <laughs>
0: so let's talk about your first boy crush oh, back yeah to that, huh? so high school, uh,
1: i i I remember this one, oh, yeah. like it was yesterday. I'm so, so excited. We had swimming. What was in his high name? School. If you
0: want to give, you can give him a fake name if you want, what
1: I'll was... just give you I'll just give you a first name, first Dar- name, Daryl. Daryl. Okay. These names are so good. Janine, they are good, right? They're good. They're all D's. Yeah. yeah. So you were um, on a swimming team? No, no, no. 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 I was, we like literally just had swimming in oh. my high school. You know, we had a huge pool there, and there was swimming as part of gym. Wait, where is this, by is, the way? Oh, White Plains. Okay. White Plains, New York. Got it. So I grew up. So I went to White Plains High, and um, so we had swimming as part of gym class, which. For any tenth grade boy it's stresses me out so much. It stresses me out so much. I mean women too. But like boy there's something about like having to get not even just stripped down to your underwear, but totally naked yeah. to put your bathing suit on in a oh locker room with a bunch of other boys that are yeah. all like just hit puberty. And it's like there's, you know. So many
0: smells. Smells and, and
1: there's some hair and there's, you <laughs> yeah. know, all this like for the first, like it's like so, but also very exciting. Yeah. Apparently it was very exciting, which I'm like, oh, wow, why is that exciting me? Yeah. Um, But I remember being in the locker room and there was Taro took off his clothes and he was about to his bathing suit and I looked over and I got so just excited yeah like it was yeah. just like oh, oh
0: this is a new feeling yep like maybe you thought you knew that feeling before but this was really the but feeling this was, and it was
1: very much but I knew there was something
0: what a vulnerable like environment though to like oh yeah be dealing with that feeling Yeah, but then
1: I was like, "Oh, then that's not right. Like, I shouldn't. Yeah. So I, like, looked away, and I was like, oh, that's not right, just because I had no—growing up, I had no gay role models. It wasn't like—I mean, now, you know, we have Love, Simon, which is such a sweet movie. Yeah. Like, I wish we had that movie when I was a kid. Like, there's, you know, the show Glee. There's all these places. Of course, the internet now. It gets better campaign. All this stuff, like— when kids are young, if mm-hmm. they have these feelings, they've other people they can connect with and there relate to. There are places to, to validate those there feelings. There was not that when I was a kid. Yeah. All I knew one gay person, and he was not nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will not say any how, more about how, that. But like,
0: yeah, welcoming. You
1: know. Yeah, like that's what I knew about gay people, and also it was the '80s. So I also knew about gay people die of AIDS. Yeah. Like that was what it was.
0: Yeah. Did that? Did you? feel that attraction and then instantly feel that fear of, of yes. it or did you let of, yourself of like have, being yeah. exposed
1: like uh oh shit is somebody noticing me looking yeah I, I gotta stop yes had
0: you had any inklings of attractions to to men before him
1: now that I look back absolutely I can yeah. you know I, look I was a, I was a metalhead in, oh okay. when I love that I was, in, that. Like, I was in, like in bands and in school yeah. and I used to go to rock clubs and like yeah if you ask me being a metalhead and being in a rock club is a total homoerotic experience <laughs> First of all, all Moshing the guys around. Well, that. It's very physical. Yeah. It's kind of angry. Sweaty. And it's, it's sweaty. <laughs> and the guys are wearing like tight jeans yeah. and have long hair. And a lot of them, their shirts leather. come off. And it's very. Yeah. It's, yeah. Leather. It's oh, my totally...
0: God. And you're like, no, I just love the music. But yeah. <laughs> you, know, you do. I'd but... be curious
1: to know how many of those guys back in the day have come out since then. Yeah. V, you know, probably quite a few. But, you know. I remember coming out and like some people were shocked, like, wow, but you dated all these girls. Like I... Mm-hmm. And then others are like, Oh yeah, of course. I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so it's funny.
0: Were you friends with Daryl at all? Or was he just Yeah,
1: yeah, I was yeah, I was friends with him. Yeah. I was friends and um not like good friends, but uh uh-huh.
0: yeah. And you obviously but nothing that
1: was it. Like nothing. That, was, yeah. that literally was it. It was that moment and that and you know, that was it.
0: And how did how did that how did things change for you? Did you did you, did you sense yourself uh, changing the way you acted around him, or did you just push it down?
1: I don't really. I can't remember. I think yeah. I just repressed, and I was like, you know. The guy and, you know, then I dated girls. And, I, and mm-hmm. since I was like into this metal scene, all the girls I dated were like these kind of like trashy... Punk, punk girls? Oh, or... you're gonna like this This is a good name. Yeah. I had a girlfriend when I was 15. She was 18. Her name was... Oh my
0: God, scandalous. Should
1: I say her whole name? It's such a good name.
0: Oh, I love... I mean...
1: Her, her name was Angelique.
0: Angelique. From Yonkers. Who are these and people? she was like... My
1: dad used to call her the heavy metal... No, he used to call her the MTV girl. Oh my like, God. That's what you call She had like cool bleach blonde spiky hair and like wore like leather and high heels and she was like kind of sexy and trashy and fun and really moody and you know she was my girlfriend for like eight months.
0: That reminds me of have you ever seen This Is England? No. You gotta watch I mean it's it's, it's it's very much a British movie but it is uh Set in uh, 1986, I think, is the movie, and then they have like some miniseries after it. But it's about like this group of you know punks in 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 England, and there's a character who's like really young, who's like who's like 14 or something, and dates like an 18 year old punk girl like that, who's like taller than him, and yeah, it was like kind of like that. Yeah. I was taller than her though. Okay, that's
1: she wore her high heels. Yeah. but she drove. She had a car. She had a Cutlass Supreme. that wow. was her car. And we would go to rock clubs and. It was fun, you, Do you know, think you, but she was cuckoo. crazy. Did you
0: did you date like I Where
1: she is now? I wonder. And she's Angelique. not on social media anywhere.
0: Oh my god. Well, maybe she, she is maybe she she's, goes by Angela now. Maybe or, or she like... got married and she
1: has different. I have yeah. no idea.
0: Do you think you dated uh punky girls like that cuz it was is cuz I think there's something innately masculine about I don't know. It's a good that, question.
1: Um you know?
0: or at least like women Allowing themselves to be a little bit wild and be and discard femininity a little bit. The girls bit. were wild, yeah. They
1: really were, most of them, yeah.
0: Who was the first person you dated?
1: Guy. Like, yeah. Oh, first um, guy you. That was like, in college. In college. Uh huh. I was. It was my sophomore year, and um, talk about a crush. And I was not. Oh, yeah, because I didn't know, like, I mm-hmm. wasn't, but and I was not I was in the theater department. I was an actor. I was in the theater department, yeah. so I'm, like, surrounded by a bunch of gay guys who were totally comfortable with themselves, mm-hmm. and part of me was really jealous of that. Was and this also, in
0: the city?
1: No, it was up, upstate New York. Oh, okay, cool. And part of me was, um, you know, you you, you you usually, you see this all around, like, you, you I don't want to say despise. That's a strong word, but you, mm-hmm. you don't, like the things that you are so you yes. like you know you see someone that's maybe out and gay and so you you don't you're like oh they're so feminine or they're so gay yeah. it's because that's a part of yourself that you can't accept and it's to me it was so clear that obviously that was a part of my self I couldn't accept yeah um so I was sort of outed in college because I started dating this guy like on the DL hmm. like we were totally having sex. I mean it was like and that was the best sex because it yeah. was like finally free and you yeah. know, so hot, and it's what I it was really attracted to after mm-hmm. all these years, like getting that, having that, and just, you know what I mean? So, what
0: was it that changed that, that made you allow yourself to, you know, give into that per- part of yourself, though? Do you know? Do you remember, like, I, what might have shifted in you that you're like, no, this is who I am, and I can, even if you're not completely out? Yeah, you know, I, I, what made you know that, explore that? Well, more? I, I
1: remember, uh, he and I were in class together. It was a Spanish class and we were like studying Spanish mm-hmm. and our feet were touching while we were like out you know that, yeah. that, that we we're like sitting so in the, electric. I remember it. we were sitting in the hallway and our feet t- and he made me laugh and yeah. he was really cute and really skinny <laughs> like really you, you like very it? smart, very yeah. funny, all this stuff and and I, it And you was could just... tell he was
0: attracted to you?
1: Oh yeah. That's it, it was makes like a huge difference. electric between the two of us yeah. and then It happened on New Year's Eve (gasps) one year. Oh, my God. And then it was, like, during, you know break in college we mm-hmm. went up to my apartment up there because nobody was there because everybody was home for college break yeah and we spent the night there together and it was our first like
0: oh my god I mean, it was just like new year's eve yes how romantic yeah that was, that's an explosive like it was <laughs> event
1: that's an event
0: that i'm always like maybe this year <laughs> maybe this year i have my new york new, new year's eve <laughs> <laughs> romance
1: <laughs> you know and we dated and then we were, like, I came out basically in college because people just started to was know. Was it just because was, of that, really? Yeah, it was because of that. And mm-hmm. we were together for about a year and a half. Yeah. But I came out to my parents after he and I had broken up. Really? Because so I was 19. I remember I was in the car and I came out to them and uh, it was hard and awkward. And my dad came around f- faster than my mom, which I was surprised hmm, about. Interesting. Took my mom a little more time. And now, I mean, pff, you know. Listen, I think having a ki- any type of kid and most... You're, if you have a couple of kids, chances are one of them is going to be other, hmm. you know? So I think for my parents, the other was me having a gay kid. But it also opened them up to all sorts of experiences they never would have had yeah. had they not had a gay child, you know? Totally. My mom's like, you know, she marches in the gay pride parade. Like, she goes with <laughs> yeah. her synagogue and does all... You know, it's really cool. Yeah. Where she wouldn't have had that had I not been gay.
0: That's awesome. That's great. I mean, I... There's so many different like stories when it comes to coming out. and and I mean, i've I've talked about this before. My mom uh, was with a woman for since I was like kind of a baby till I was in like third grade. Um, and there's so many different, like i I grew up very label-less because of that because her thing was very much like I fell in love with a woman, you mm-hmm. know, Like I didn't plan it. I didn't know this about myself or whatever, you know, but she fell in love with a woman, was with a woman for, you know, we lived together. Her kids were my siblings, you know. Wow. Um, I mean, it ended very sad, but, uh, you know, she got remarried to my stepdad. And I just that was always how I grew up was was just like, oh, we fall in love with people. Which right. I think is a very well. That's so interesting
1: to me. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting to me because for me it's like, uh, like I said, I, you know, I dated girls and I had sex with girls and it was fun. It was, but like now I can't imagine. Like I'm gay. Like yeah, I, I can't. It's definitely not black and white, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine like being attracted to a woman in the same way now.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think it it depends on on like how you are as a person. Where it's like for me, I am comfortable just kind of being like. I don't know. I haven't fallen in love with a woman. Mm-hmm. I haven't like been so attracted to a woman that I've felt the need to date that. But, I, but I'm but i not like shutting myself You're off from it. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do know that I love guys. <laughs> I just love boys, you know? <laughs> but I mean, that's me as a person, you know? That doesn't, that is, and that's just the way that I grew up in a sense. I Can don't I expect the world to be that same way. You this know? is going to
1: sound, again, so crass. I'm going to say anyway, because yeah. it yeah. seems like a kind of podcast we get. I always think, Maybe say to people, okay, listen, when you're, like, going down, downtown, when you're going down there, like, who do you want to go down on? Is it, like, male parts or female parts? No, it's not always black and white. I know. And believe me, like, uh, I mean, gender is, well, gender is different than sexuality, of course. Yeah. But um, I think that that's pretty defining with most people. Not Mm -hmm. everybody, but there's, you definitely have a preference towards one way or the other. But it
0: is also interesting, I think, like, so, like, you were talking about, uh... You know, you knew that he was attracted to you, the college guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there is something to that where I, I have, like, memories of being in high school and knowing that a girl was either bisexual or lesbian. And me feeling maybe a little bit attracted, but I think most of it was because I was like, I know that she's attracted to me. Like, I can tell, ah. you know. And there's something about, like, that clarity that I think makes it so, you know— you don't want to trick yourself into being attracted to someone. Cause I think that's possible where anytime I'm like, Oh, this person likes me. Ooh, got to That's the opportunity. got to do it, you know? Okay. But there is something to that where it's like, if you have that clarity, it's so much easier to let yourself like fall into that attraction because there's probably less opportunity for rejection, you know, yeah. like, and there's that, that protection that you give yourself cause it's like, Oh no, I know this person's into me. So when I don't know someone's into me, I'm like, Going cuckoo bananas. <laughs> like, right. I want to know more about your, uh, about the way that that first real relationship influenced you romantically from then on, you know?
1: Oh, the college?
0: Yeah. I mean, would that, would you call that your first like big yeah. romance? Yeah. So, how did, how did that change you as a person and how did that make you prepared for future loves?
1: Well, or, you remember, it's yeah. it's the relationship I came out on. Yeah. So like that was very it's it was seminal in my life. Like mm-hmm. that was very defining. You know, it was after that that I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm gay. I'm now I'm gonna date other guys beyond this. Did you know? that
0: overshadow the sadness of the breakup, or like was it like, he, oh, I I am sad about this thing, but I'm so excited for like my new life. It
1: was still sad. It wasn't a great breakup though. It was like yeah. kind of a it was mutual, but it was more like he was kind of a dick hmm. <laughs> you know I mean maybe yeah. I was too I'm sure I was but you know I think he was like messing around with other guys and at the time you know now looking back I'm like oh whatever who cares but like yeah. then you know it was like oh, how dare you cheat on you know like so um, I do yeah, think it's
0: it, interesting that you came out to your parents after after you know what
1: well, was the moment I rem- I- I'll i tell you exactly what happened yeah. if that's interesting to you of course um, so we're in the car we went to go see a show up at the Westchester Broadway Theater, where we <laughs> go with them a lot to see shows, because it's just easier than coming into the city, <laughs> my mother would say. And you get food. Um, so they happened to know the stage manager that was working on the show, mm-hmm. and we, we drove home that night. And I was driving, and it's like a 10-minute ride from my parents' place, Yeah, and um, they were talking about the stage manager and how they know, because they know his mother and the fact that he's gay. And I forget what they said exactly, but I said, well, what if I told you I was? I just said that. That's so And they funny. got quiet. Yeah. And I said, because I am. And I was I remember gripping the steering wheel because coming out is so hard. You know, yeah. it's just hard. And it's like revealing who you are, whatever it is. If coming out gay, coming out, yeah. as whatever you happen to be, it's just, it's never easy to be honest and true with people. Mm-hmm. But it's the best gift you can give to not just yourself but to them. Yeah. Because then they finally get me. They know. They, they didn't get they that can, part of me. They can
0: know you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing: they met that boyfriend from college. They met. He slept over. Like, oh But really? they just said, were friends, friends, you know. Friends. You know. Huh. Um. So yeah. So but that but that relationship definitely defined a lot of, you mm-hmm. know, who I was in relationships moving forward
0: because it comes it becomes a blueprint in yeah. a sense right yeah do you that's so funny that you said, i'm pretty sure when i told my mom that i wasn't a virgin anymore i'm pretty sure like we were talking about something like you know how old uh, are
1: you do my i hands. was <laughs> when i lost
0: well i so this is interesting she you know we always had a very open, honest relationship about sex, or like, you know, conversation and dialogue about sex, obviously. I think that also goes hand in hand with me living with two moms for a period of time. You know, mm-hmm. there's like an understanding there. And she had always said, like, oh, yeah, I would be fine with you losing your virginity when you're like 16. Because she waited till marriage and was always like, don't do that. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, that's never a good idea. Not good. So she was <laughs> Cause like, because then you're stuck. What if it's not good? Yeah.
0: I mean,. <laughs> I can't it's such a
1: big part of a relationship a hundred, like, and
0: she always like instilled it's it's that part, in me. Yeah. yeah, it's so she always was so open. And I did end up losing my virginity when I was 16. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I wait I didn't tell her. And it's so funny cuz it's like you can be prepared, you can know all of these things, but you don't know if there's like going to be that shame still. And I think it was like he wasn't my boyfriend. She that was always a bit of a, con- a condition of like um, you know, if you're, if you're in a relationship with someone and you trust them, whatever, you know, like I would be fine with you like losing your virginity at this age or whatever. Was
1: it good though? Was it a nice moment with this guy? I mean, I mean it you know, was he wasn't fine. your boyfriend? It was okay? It was, it was like, gentle, Or was it? He was
0: like my friend awkward, who I had been like hooking up with, uh, you know, it was like the summer and. But
1: at least it was safe. It was like a safe.
0: Yeah. It was safe. It was fine though. I I'll mean, tell you
1: about my first time after. Be- yeah. It's...
0: We'll get into it. <laughs> The thing, I, I, I'm i not going to blame her, but I did call my friend at, like, 3 in the morning and told her what happened, and she said, I don't think you should have done that. And I was like, don't tell me that. Don't say that. That, like, and, and I don't know, for some reason, I just didn't think that she would understand that, like, why I did it with this person or whatever. Because I had, I just, I had the mentality very much of, like, I kind of just want to get it over with. I want to know that it's been done. And I, there was something scary about putting so much pressure on it with, like, a relationship, you know, which of course then I would go on to be like hooking up and not having relationships. So like that in and of itself I like set my own life, you know, path for better or for worse. But I think it was like a year later cuz I was 17 when I told her and I and we were in a car and I'm pretty sure I said something like what if I what if I told you I I wasn't uh, a virgin anymore? The car is anymore. the famous
1: place for this. It's like if a captive audience, can unless oh, they want to yeah. hop out on the road. I'm
0: obsessed with vehicles. That's a whole other thing. I'm obsessed with conversations and vehicles. It's like there's well, so many. Of vehicles, things. that's yeah. where
1: I lost my virginity.
0: Really? <laughs> Back oh in my, my car. God!
1: I was 14 years old.
0: Oh my God! And I was
1: with a girl who was 19. So basically, it was Were statutory you? rape.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's it oh was it was a
1: crazy story. Um, what's
0: with you and all of the older women? No, I
1: don't know. I don't were know. you mature
0: for your age? I guess so, <laughs> I
1: guess. I don't yeah. know. Um
0: Oh my god, 14 and 19. Yeah. Ooh, could
1: you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> um but but we were in the back seat of a car and it was totally awkward and not good and like fast and a cop came up to the window and knocked on the window.
0: Oh <laughs> he my just get out of the
1: car. And he's like, you know, shine the light on us. And he's like, "How old are you?" And we had to tell how old we were. Yeah, you know. And he looked at me, and he goes, "And this is so horrible." Now that I think about it, he goes, "All right, like That's that." Awful. It was like, "Yeah, dude," oh, which God. is so gross. It's now that so I, as up. a as a grown up, thinking about like what yeah. this, co- you know, it was kind of like, "Yeah," but you know, so oh, but he let God. us go, and it, that was fine. I mean, yeah. in a way it was good because we didn't get you know.
0: But that what to tell
1: our parents or see but,
0: that like how does that affect you and your the way you view sexuality? Yeah. though? you know, I mean. There, I'm sure there's a lot to unpack there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess
1: so. I, honestly, that's like
0: that's. I mean, I think of my brother is 11, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's three years older than my brother is right now. Yeah, it's
1: super young. Yeah, too young.
0: Too young. Yep.
1: I didn't know what I just. For me, it was like honestly, <laughs> this is gonna sound so crazy, but I what was I a freshman in high school. Was it more mm-hmm. about just to say that I did it? Yeah. Because to in my head, most of the other guys had had sex already. Well, but I'm sure they didn't. No, but you know, guys talk. would just talk about shit. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, are you a virgin? Did you get laid yet? That's crazy. When you, are you did you get laid? Did I feel
0: like? Because I don't know. There's something about like all these older girls, and you. I feel like <laughs> I did know. these did these people like happen to you? Like, I wonder what it was about you that like.
1: I, had, you know, I had like, I was like a rocker. I had long hair. Mm-hmm. And did you
0: pre- did you think you presented as older? Maybe a
1: little bit, but yeah. not. I hope now I present as younger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that ironic? But yeah, I mean, because there is a pattern there in some way. Well, guess what? What?
1: My husband is 13 years older than me. Wow. Yeah. My parents are also 13 years apart. So I look at them, I'm like, oh shit, here's my future. I have a lot of 13 Uh, years. It's not pretty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I relate to that though, because when I was in high school, when I was like 16, 17, whatever, uh... I was hanging out with people who were, like, in their 20s, 20-something-year-olds, like, because I did music journalism, and I was, like, going to concerts, very similar, like, you know, always out, going to concerts, had a fake ID, going to bars, whatever. So now I'm at that point where... Where did you grow up? I grew up in Miami.
1: Oh, because I I have to tell you, so in New York, Mm -hmm. we had the old style new york driver's license Mm -hmm. you could literally use chalk and a pencil and change the date and that's what i would do to get into the rock club
0: oh my god i never
1: got busted they literally could have like wiped it right off with their fingers But they never did. It looked good. Yeah. But that was before they changed the licenses. So I was always, like, in these clubs, totally underage.
0: Totally, yeah.
1: Drinking and, And then it's you like, know.
0: you can't blame other people for the way they really interact with you because it's like, you're innately lying already They're, by being there. Yeah, they just
1: assumed I was a certain yeah. age, you know.
0: And that's how I, I was in high school all the time and I was living it up, having the time of my life. But now I'm like, since I was hanging out with this age group, you know, at that time, it's hard for me to be like... Now that I'm a 20 something year old trying to date other 20 something year olds, because I'm like, I already hung out with you. The bracket needs to move. So you're into older guys up. now. I mean, ugh, there's so many men that come into my job who are just like very handsome and married. But <laughs> I think it's not that I'm necessarily actively seeking out older guys. It's just that when I'm with like, you know, or trying to talk to like a 26 year old, I'm like, Oh God! A Truly, i <laughs> <laughs> like grow up. Even though I'm younger than them, like like be an adult. That's I don't know. Funny. Well, so I who to, knows?
1: I should tell you about. Um, if, if you want to hear about when I first met my husband, because that yeah. was, I think this is like probably the most interesting story, I think. I, don't know.
0: I love any ma- story that ends in marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're still
1: together yeah. 20 years later. We so, met in 1998. And how old were you? I was 24 turning 25. Oh, my God. So I was a baby. Yeah. I would never recommend that to Especially anybody else. Especially
0: because... If you when did you if you come out If somebody out... in their
1: twenties told me now that they're gonna they're gonna meet the person they're gonna marry, I'd say no <laughs> I mean I happen I to meet my a husband, great but one. But no, yeah, like you're just too young, like you gotta
0: Well, especially if you only, if you come out in college and, you know. I
1: mean, I will tell you, I've always been a relationship person. That's just. Mm, Okay. But I did have a good, almost two years of total, like, reckless, Crazy. crazy. I was in New York. I traveled to Europe and I was single all that time. Yeah. And it was Ooh, I was I was bad. You did know you, what you mean? enjoy like, that or... But I survived it. Oh, I loved it. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. It was awesome. And you know why I was. because well, at that point you're reclaiming your us.
0: sexuality in a sense. Yeah. Then you go wild. Then you're like, I'm gonna and experience the world. I did. <laughs> I need to go to Europe. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I highly recommend it. But so you so, meet your husband. So we met after it was after that European trip. It was like the fall after that. So I met him. So <clears throat> he was in a show, or I. So when I was an actor mm-hmm. way back. I was a dresser for Broadway shows. And there was a Broadway show called The Scarlet Pimpernel. And I was dressing there. And he came into the show as a replacement. But mm. I, I met him very briefly, like, at the beach. Yeah. I was at the beach, at Jones Beach. I was there with a friend of mine. And this other guy I know that was in The Scarlet Pimpernel already, mm-hmm. Kevin, he was with Drew. And there was like, sitting way down. And Kevin came over mm-hmm. in his little pink Speedo bikini. I'll never <laughs> forget that. Um, what an introduction. Very sexy guy. Really yeah. nice. He's, he's a good friend of mine now, Kevin. Um, amazing performer. Anyway, he said, oh, there's my friend Drew down there. Wave. And we literally waved down the beach. Like that was how we, our first interaction.
0: Okay. Also, can I just say Daryl, Drew, Danine, a lot of D names. Oh,
1: geez, I never realized.
0: Interesting. I don't know what that means. Probably nothing. College but,
1: boyfriend was Rob.
0: A li- uh, ruins my pattern. <clears throat> anyway, uh... so you wave down the beach. Okay, that's like beautiful like a movie.
1: Yeah, 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 but that yeah. was it. And then, so I was a dresser at the show, and mm-hmm. I was in the wardrobe room, and he came in for a fitting. And I remember exactly what he was wearing. He was wearing a yellow sweatshirt and these sort of round—oh my god—I'm like, in love. 1980s glasses. I'm already in I'm love. Like, and he was so cute. And right away, I was just smitten with him. I can't explain why. I don't know what it. He kind of was like, um, like uh, Matthew Broderick, like, like mm. that type, like sweet. Yeah. You know, he was 37 at the time, mm-hmm. and um, just charismatic yeah. but in a quiet way very different from me I'm more out there and he was and he's very intelligent very witty and
0: seems like he knows who he is in yeah, a sense yeah, yeah.
1: anyway so um, he was the swing of the show What that, do you know what that means swing. yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, you're not always on you're understudying a bunch of roles so he wasn't always on and I had a very easy track as a dresser mm-hmm. by the way I was like the world's worst dresser like, those poor actors <laughs> who had me as like, a dresser oh, they loved me because I was fun song? and like yeah. we were friends but like I was not a good dresser <laughs> I say that publicly? but you gave
0: you gave him the laughs, laughs, you know I did. I, I did. It. I wouldn't
1: hire me. but um <laughs> so he we, he and I would sit in the green room a lot and we'd play boggle. What's boggle? Boggle, It's a game. It's like just a word like a- game. boggle. And we would laugh and we'd uh. like look at magazines together and just have a great time. But he had gotten just gotten out of like two bad relationships, and there mm. I was, this young whippersnapper, and he kind of didn't want to have anything to do with me, even though we laughed and hung out. I, found, really? like, I asked him out. The first movie we saw together was the movie Pleasantville. I know that, that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was like in color, and then it went to black and white. Uh huh. But I remember that was the first movie did you, we saw together.
0: Did you ask him out? Yes. Have you had you up until then been the one to pursue? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I like to to know this. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: I was definitely the pursuer. but So we went out and we went to another movie um, like a week later or whatever and then he got really cold to me. Oh no. Well,
0: had it been flirtatious at all or was it just...
1: Yes, flirtatious but like in his way, I can't even describe him to you. Yeah. I don't know what it is but um, he, and then he got very cold to me and one night I was, this was like when email was new. I didn't have Mm. a computer. I remember he had one and I feel like I sent him an email from like my friend's computer I or something. Yeah. But then I went to his apartment and I wanted to like bring like a flower or something. Like a
0: romantic gesture. And
1: I was there was the deli and there were these stalks of aloe. Do they sell like aloe <laughs> yeah. stalks?
0: Yeah. My stepdad why, always has them for some reason. That's what I got.
1: I picked up a stalk of aloe and I thought, well, this is symbolic. This is about healing. And healing. I knew he was like, was getting over like past relationships. I'm like, so I brought him the stalk of aloe and I just said to him, I said, look, I, t- I get where you're at. I know we have a big age difference and I just, I really like you and let's take it a day at a time. There's no, that there's makes no me pressure on cry. it. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, okay.
0: Oh my God. i literally have like tears in my eyes. Well, There's something about a stock of al, like what a, I know, what so, a beautiful, silly, perfect image. Yeah. So do you think he, he got cold to you because he was maybe realizing what it was becoming? Yes,
1: I do think. I think it, it's like scared him. Yeah. And again, coming out of two not good relationships, he isn't. He had. Maybe you should have him on your podcast I mean, one day. Boy, <laughs> he is some good. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know <laughs> if I want to talk about it. But um, yeah, he's has. will let him tell the story. A yeah. Um, But here's what's interesting, okay, Mm. this is really cool. When I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. I went to go see the show A *Chorus Line* on Broadway in 1990. It was the first Broadway show I ever saw, wow. which is crazy since I grew up. In, but I was always at the Westchester Broadway Theater. Oh, right. I never of actually went to Broadway. It's so
0: close. But
1: my girlfriend <laughs> yes. at the time, Amy, who was not an older woman, we were the same age.
0: Good. <laughs>
1: from Scarsdale, she was a rocker chick though. Also, yeah. Uh, we went to go see it because she was super into musical theater, and I was too. I was like, I was in the. I love shows. a rocker
0: chick who's into musical theater because yeah. I'm like same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was,
1: and I was in like. It's it's
0: very dynamic. <laughs> well, get
1: this, so you know, I had long hair in high school, and I was I was cast as Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors, oh and I my God. refused to cut my hair. <laughs> so we pinned my hair up to play Seymour. That but is anyway, hilarious. So I we... want to
0: see now a version of uh, of uh, Little Shop of Horrors, but it's punk now. Ah, you know? That's actually a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah.
1: Um, so I went to see a chorus line, and who was in it? Drew Drew Racy. No way. Playing Paul. I don't know if you know the show very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's the one that has that big monologue. Of course, and it's like, the
0: very emotional. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And he was in that part. And I just always laugh because I think about it. I'm like, if someone was at that theater and kind of leaned over the seat and said, hey, you see that guy up there? You're going to end up marrying him. You're going to marry him and you're going to have a child together. That is wild. I would look, wild. I'd be like, what? What? I'm here with my girlfriend Amy. What are you talking yeah. about? So, but isn't that crazy? And I kept That's the so program. That's so serendipitous. Yeah. I still have the program to that show. And there he is in there <laughs> That's crazy. Did you
0: were you attracted to him then? Were you like, oh I don't who? I remember. Yeah. I
1: honestly do not re- I remember the show vaguely. It was 1990. It was so long ago, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I I don't wild. remember necessarily. Mm-hmm. He was the toast of Broadway back then, though. Like yeah. he got like all, like he he did the role for two years till the end. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he I think the show got like re-reviewed and all these glowing things were said about him. So he was really quite something. Really That's something talented. I'm obsessed
0: with. Whenever you detach yourself from the context of them, you know, like sometimes I'll I'll meet someone and I'll like instantly have a crush on them, and then like I'm just projecting me and my idea of like right. us together onto them. And then that's all they become is like this weird projection that you've made. But then when you separate them from that context and realize, like, oh, they've had a full life before I even met <sighs> well, them. Well, that's kind of
1: what I did. I, I did yeah. do that, you know? Yeah. I was cr- crushing hard on them, you know? And there was a chance like it was not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Which I guess you made it more exciting and
1: made it like a challenge <laughs> or whatever. Do you,
0: do you, uh, is that a thing that you like? Do you like to be challenged romantically? Oh, yeah. uh- I guess. So. Like, yeah,
1: I, I think romance is always a challenge. Yeah, relationships are a challenge. How do you keep, you know, how do you keep it fresh? How do you stay engaged with the person? You know, it, because it becomes something different. Mm-hmm. It's not like your first six months to a year in a relationship. It's about like hot sex and yeah, never getting enough. You can't get enough of each other. You're yeah. just like, and it's not like that after twenty years. It's just I don't know if anybody has that. I hope some people do. I, mm-hmm. Great, but I I don't know, but things change, priorities change, and your relationship changes, and hopefully grows and evolves. Yeah. And then, you know, you may raise kids together, like we're raising a child together, and, you know, we had a dog who just died last oh, year, I'm you sorry. know, she was 15 and a half, and like, yeah. you know, there's all these moments in life that happen, and I, honestly, that was the dog thing, that was really, that was, was that a hard. moment in
0: the relationship, you think?
1: Yeah, because we got, that was the first dog we got together, mm. Betty.
0: So that dog has been for, in your,
1: yeah, your life 15 and a half years. Yeah. Like for most of our relationship and you know her passing was like a moment of like Holy yeah. shit. That's our first we've had deaths together because his parents have both passed away. So we've had very hard yeah. times like that. But like you know, I guess part of our immediate <laughs> like you know she's yeah. not part of our doggy family like in your day-to-day just... day life yeah, something exactly. changes. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't believe that story though. That's how did how did did it feel when you were first getting together, did it feel like something different or was it just like a crush oh, that yeah. then kind of like grew into a whole other thing?
1: No, it felt really something it felt special. felt like something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really was. You know, you don't know it's going to shake down years later. Who yeah. knows? Um this is not necessarily where I would have seen my life being like it's been very life has been very surprising. You know, yeah. like I never thought I'd be a Broadway producer like mm-hmm. that. where did, How did that happen? <laughs> you know, I never even knew what that meant before. Now, here I am, you know, yeah. doing it and loving it and having this amazing time doing that, doing all these projects I'm super passionate about, you know. Um, no, with that being said, it's not perfect at all. It's nowhere near perfect. And there's challenges daily. Yeah. But that's that's life. I don't know. It's life, right?
0: That's uh, I'm never gonna get that image out of my head of you with an aloe stock. I'm, oh, <laughs> is, uh, it's, it's, I'm gonna, it's gonna be my new, I'm gonna steal it. I'm just gonna bring someone an aloe, aloe, aloe stock. I would never do that, I would never uh, just steal your special you can moment. Totally that. <laughs> we'll see if someone needs maybe to become a thing. Maybe, I mean, honestly. My stepdad uses it. He just likes to have them there because he's a little weirdo. But maybe it is a new—maybe it's the new—roses are done. Right. Roses are out—come on. I mean, I feel like they, Aloe is the new roses. Roses live in, like, a, whole, a very old, old-school style of romance and chivalry. But that's, that's incredible. Thank you for telling me that story.
1: Oh, good. I, I hope it's kind of hopeful and enlightening for people, you know? It really I think,
0: is. yeah.
1: Everybody has their own stories, their relationship stories. I don't know, that's mine.
0: I mean, who would have thought you'd just, you, you're you a, a terrible dresser, <laughs> like on, on a, on a show, know. and then you meet this guy? Uh huh. That's crazy. I love it.
1: Uh huh.
0: I love that story. So we talk about music on this show. To wrap it up, I would love to hear what, what's some music that reminds you of being young, love y?
1: Oh, wow. Well, the only music I've been listening to is the other Josh Cohen lately. Course, yeah. <laughs> like, non-stop with this incredible album out with all yeah. these all-stars on it. Of you course. Know? Um, is but, there any like,
0: songs you remember so... wallowing to, in a sense? Oh, God.
1: Wa- um...
0: Or anything that you listen to now and it's like, oh, yeah, I like, remember falling in love well, with this person. Well, some of
1: these old or... metal songs. I mean, really. Really? <laughs> I was, you know, I was super into like Iron Maiden and Metallica and yeah. Judas Priest, like heavy kind of stuff, which is not very sentimental, but then like more the hairband stuff. Like, um, you know, if I hear a, like a Def Leppard song, really? that song Love Bites by Def Leppard, <laughs> like that brings me right back. I have a friend yeah. that I've actually been reunited with recently. He dated <laughs> Angelique's sister. Angelique's sister. Ooh, was her, what was her name? Her name was, was Janine. A, Janine yeah. and Janine. Yeah. Oh my God! I when love they it. broke up, he played. I remember sitting in his truck, truck with him, his pickup truck that he had. He played "Love Bites." at least 50 times. <laughs> and he made me sit there with him. So anytime I hear that what song, it brings me right back to... What Love
0: bites, love bleeds. Just <laughs> bring me to my knees. I mean... It's true. Like, love does bite and bleed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So that song definitely yeah. will bring me right back to that.
0: I love that. right. I'm getting through. I was... Thinking recently about you know the song uh, "If I Were Your Woman" by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was listening. I've been listening to that song a lot lately, and I realized a completely different thing. Completely different, not metal in any way. But I'm like, there are some lines in that song that I would say now, and I would say when I was like, you know, 14. You're part of me, and you don't even know it. I'm what you need, but I'm too afraid to show it. Like, I have felt that about so many people. I'm like, you don't even know. You don't even know what I could be bringing to the table. You
1: know what I used to wallow to was uh, Billie Holiday. Because oh, that one? reminds me of college. She had yeah. that great compilation that was mm-hmm. like, I don't know, six or seven or eight CDs, like a set. Yeah. And uh, I would just listen to that. And,
0: I'll ugh. be seeing you. Yeah. yeah. It just
1: brings me right back there. It brings you back to college, really. Yeah. And like being that sort of moody, I'm not a moody person, but like sort of getting in that moody college student place. Like, of course. Like Yeah break up it's foggy
0: today that. i'm gonna go wallow in yeah, somewhere yeah. The, the, yeah it feels really
1: good about doing that i don't know why there
0: is i mean it's it's the most honest you can be with yourself sometimes yeah. it's just like sitting in this pit of, of right. self-pity you know and i'm like
1: snap out of it and, <laughs>
0: yeah i mean you know, there is on. something about like that age though that you know i can be a, i can be sad now obviously but there's like there's that very specific angst that I feel like is just of the moment, of the hormones, of all oh, yeah. of the stuff that it's like, I almost wish I could tap back into it. Yeah. It's like a drug. College know? was
1: much more of that for me than high school was. Mm-hmm. Like high school, I felt, like I said, I've repressed stuff in high school. So I wasn't really my, my authentic. When yeah. I got into college, I became much more who I am. So that's why Do I Do you think you were, co- you were
0: confident? Like once you kind of mm-hmm. came out? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then not. <laughs> you well, know, yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm vulnerable now. People are going to know me, and that's hard. Yeah. Well, now that I'm, you know, 45 freaking years old, <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. Now it's kind you of act awesome. You like I'm so old. I, well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I know it's not that old. I know it's not yeah. old, but, like, you know, compared to being in your 20s, which is... It's such a difference. Yeah. You know, you have so much to prove when you're in your 20s or, and even in your 30s, but then you get to your 40s, you just don't give a crap anymore. See, that's what I want to be at. The best be way. At, like, try know? to get there now in your 20s if you can.
0: That's what I'm trying, but it's like, it feels like- the, I wish
1: I had, you honestly, know? Honestly,
0: the world around me doesn't want me to be that way. And I well, think I'll like a lot of the you. time I am that way. But at least romantically with guys, they don't know how to handle that energy, you know. So it's hard to get what I want romantically while maintaining in that space, you know. Like like I want to beat myself. I don't want to bend to anyone. I don't want to, you know. But also people have these expectations of what I'm going to be like. And when I'm not that way, they don't know what to do with it. And I mean part mm-hmm. of me is like, well fuck 'em, they're not right for me anyways, but then part of me is like, oh, sometimes I'm lonely. Uh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's okay. I think when it does happen, it will be someone who's truly worth it, you know. It
1: will happen and it'll be amazing it'll and be you'll great. be amazing and
0: But right now, yeah. it's fine. I'm 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 still Play the new. do you feel, baby? Yeah, I'm trying. We'll Bring see. If I
1: can vicariously through you. That sounds just fun. just going to
0: keep flirting at my coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Well, Larry, thank you so much for coming on the show. This You're has welcome. truly been so much fun. I'm so glad we met. It's just another another <laughs> crazy too. New York thing. We just meet. I love it. It's the it's the best. This is truly. I mean, could my could my podcast be more New York now? You know, because I was in Chicago. Now it's New York. I got Broadway, baby. It's right, <laughs> We're baby. <in> the studio. <laughs> what would you? I mean, so so we got the the other Josh Cohens going on. If there's anything else you would like to plug or whatever I don't know <laughs> we do plugs I don't know You know it's
1: fu- no t- yeah I'll plug some stuff um yeah. so Obviously, you know, The Other Josh Cohen is running right now at the West Side Theater, and it's just delicious. It really is. 90 so fun. minutes of deliciousness. Yeah. You laugh your ass off, and you shed a tear if you have a heart, <laughs> and you just leave the theater feeling really good. So if you haven't seen it, come see The Other Josh Cohen. I definitely. Faux recommend. show. Yes. Um, this summer, we're we're opening uh, Moulin Rouge.
0: I cannot even tell you how excited I, I am for that. That's at the
1: Al Hirschfeld Theater at yeah. the end of June. We start previews. Uh, and then we're also producing Jagged Little Pill, which is a Latin. Alanis Morissette musical. Oh my god. Have we talked about Alanis Morissette on this podcast? I, but, okay. I have,
0: <laughs> believe me. Yeah.
1: So those are just some things in the hopper right now. There's so there's so much great stuff to see right now on Broadway, off Broadway. Yeah. Especially. Get out and see some shows, you know. It's like January, February, there's great deals to be had. So Ooh. you know, get out and see stuff and you know yeah. support the theater and you'll be delighted that you'll you'll stumble upon something that will probably change your life. You just oh, never yeah. know.
0: Oh yeah, that's all I've been doing here since I got here. I'm like, I'm just gonna see shows and just live my life. Yeah, you're here. It's the best. It's so great. Um, as for me, what do I have to plug? This podcast. Keep listening to this podcast. You follow me on Twitter at Almond Milk Hotel. Are you on Twitter?
1: I am a twithead. Is that what they kind of know? I'm a tw- I don't know. Twitter. I like to say twitta. Twitter. Twitter. Like twith-
0: What's your Twitter?
1: What's my? Oh, what? It's Larry Rogowski. It's, oh my it's God. At how Larry Rogowski. It's super easy. Or is it Larry Rogo? No, it's Larry Rogowski.
0: We'll find it. Mm-hmm. Either way. You'll
1: find me. Don't get confused with my cousin, Scott Rogowski.
0: Oh, my God. Who I
1: love. Do you know Scott? Is
0: that your cousin? He is
1: my cousin. I He's just the looked. HQ dude. That is
0: hilarious. Yeah. It
1: was so funny because he came to our opening night of The Other Josh Cohen. Yeah. And I think people were more excited about him than anything else. <laughs> I was like, easy now. He's a, gra- so he's a great guy he's I did not make that connection
0: at all but mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, I definitely know of him I listened to mom podcast the other day there you go the world is wild mm-hmm. we all know each other in some way or hopefully we will yep. we will all know each other in the <laughs> end uh, thank you for listening please uh, subscribe tell your friends rate and review yada yada you get it we love this show I love you I have a crush on you if you listen uh, tweet blah 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 and also if you think I'm cool and funny and you live in New York, I don't know, hit me up. If you're like if you're like <laughs> you're a single tall, and
1: handsome and tall and a little man. bit of a bad boy. If
0: you're a little bit of a bad boy but with a heart of gold, I'm not I'm not opposed to someone sliding into my DM and goodbye.